one day I decided to ask myself, could I break five minutes in the mile? At age 30, could I return to the sport of track and go after my unmet goal of breaking five minutes? Was my body capable of this? Was my mind capable of this? And most importantly, was my spirit capable of pushing through the ups and downs to find the answer? You are listening to Breaking Five, a running podcast, where we search for this answer as well as yours for achieving your Breaking Five moment, whatever that may be for you. We will gain inspiration and knowledge from others who have achieved their Breaking Five moment, those working towards theirs, as well as those who have helped the athletes along the way. I'm your host, Kristen Schultz, physical therapist, runner, and running coach. Let's run full force towards our wildest dreams and take a listen to today's episode. All right, welcome to a special episode of Breaking Five, a running podcast. Super excited for these. So you're going to get to hear from a couple of my colleagues in these. I brought on three different clinicians um, onto a Facebook Live, actually. So these are being transcribed um, onto the podcast now and got to bring on a couple other colleagues for a couple of reasons. One, and we're going to get into this in a second, but one is being my most responded to episode was an episode I did about my professional story. So I wanted to bring on some other clinicians that are doing similar things to me to really to show you for any of the clinicians that are listening to know that you're not alone in the way you're feeling because they're all going to share kind of like a pivot and why they changed up what they were doing, whether, and and we'll get into this more, but whether it was in, you know, traditional healthcare or not, you're going to get to hear from um, Joelle, who has his own cash-based practice and also coaches runners. You're going to get to hear from Michelle, who's a personal trainer. She is still in a full-time job as a personal trainer, but has started this on the side for many reasons. And then you're also going to get to hear from Rebecca, who also is still in a full-time job, but is going to be transitioning. She's also going to be moving um, soon. And so she'll be transitioning into a cash-based practice as well as, and she's using the run coaching to help her, um, you know, initiate that. And as she moves, so that is one reason that I brought them on. The other reason is because I want you to hear from them because they all went through beyond rehab for running clinicians. So if you have not heard of that, that is my flagship course for running clinicians. And it is, I'm, I'm going to be announcing soon. So if you're listening to this podcast, you actually, I announced this in the past a little bit, um, but you'll be one of the first to hear because it hasn't been announced out onto my pages yet, but I am officially, it ended up getting delayed, but I am officially uh, releasing team two of Beyond Rehab for running clinicians. So I also wanted to bring them on so you can get to hear from other people that got to go through it because I know I've had a number of questions from people on it and people looking to go through it. So what is it, just to give you guys a little introduction and then we'll get to the show, um, is so for anyone that is interested, it is for anyone that is looking to learn how to write running and strength programs. I know there's a lot of you out there that you know, you know how to treat runners and we can get them over the injuries, but then how do we actually get them back to their goals so that this is what this is for. So again, also to give you a way to continue to work with your clients, whether you are wherever you're working as a way to have an ongoing way to work with them, an ongoing way to have an ongoing source of income coming in. And also it's going to go over teaching you how to get your first few clients. So If that sounds like anything you're interested in, I know I've had a number of you guys ask me, hey, how do you get into this? How do you do this? Like, I know depending on where you're at, 
Let me know if that's something you're interested in. Shoot me a message. Best place is over at my IG. That is Kristen underscore run your life. Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-E-N underscore run your life. Message me there. I have 15 spots available for team two. And I only have five of those available that are also available for personal run coaching. So that is a, another really awesome part of um, the package is that you get to be coached by me. But because I'm almost maxed out my personal run coaching clients as is, I only have five spots available for any of the clinicians to do. So um, that is that. And I just wanted to take a second for you guys to know about that. And honestly, if you're a runner listening, if you're PT listening and you're like, I know how to write running programs and do that. I don't really need that. Cool. And if you're not interested in this part at all, totally cool. I just want you honestly to get to know a little bit more about what I do. And then if you know of anyone else that could use this, this could be, you know, additional source of income, someone that just wants to do this as a hobby, like let them know too. You guys are my listeners. You're hanging out with me every week. So I really appreciate that. And if you have any questions at all, let me know. But let's jump into these episodes. As I said, super excited. You're going to get to hear from Joelle, Michelle, and Rebecca, unless I decide to add more. And I will see you guys on the inside of this episode. So hello, everyone. All right, let me put this away so I can see me. But all right, all right, all right. Okay. All right. Welcome, guys. Today, we're doing another special episode of Breaking Five, a running podcast here live on my Facebook page, and it will later be turned into a podcast. Today, I am with Michelle Potras. I'm probably saying her name wrong. So Hot Trats. My good friend, who I can't say her last name still, Michelle Potras. Did I say it? Yes. There you go. Forgot to double check before we went live, clearly. Um, but, she, but she really is. She's a good friend. She was a friend <laughs> working with me. So um, anyways, going live with her and just going to be interviewing her on her running journey. She is also a run coach, um, and she is she's not a, a physical therapist. She's a personal trainer. She used to be an athletic trainer. And so I just wanted to bring her on since it's a little bit of a different journey, but really all in the same and get you guys to know her story, especially because I would, I, I got to see her when she transitioned from being an athletic trainer and just being like, I mean, she'll share, I guess I'm getting ahead of myself. She wasn't happy, didn't enjoy what she was doing and decided to pursue a career in personal training and now has added online services to what she's doing and is doing run coaching. So just wanted you guys to hear her story as well. Um, Michelle, thanks for being here. Um, thanks for having me. Yeah, this will be fun. (laughs) If you don't mind, I know I just like gave everything away, but if you (laughs) could let the listeners know just a little bit about you, where you're at now and how you, how you, let's go with how you got to where you are now in your um, professional journey. Yeah. So I started off, like you said, as an athletic trainer, I got my undergrad and my master's in athletic training. I was really into it when I first started. I was just all about it. I was like, oh, I'm going to work in a professional sport one day, like be an athletic trainer for like an NFL team or like something like that. I was all into it. And then I, um, I like all through grad school, I was working as an athletic trainer at a high school as well during that time. And I still really liked it then. And then after grad school, I got a different job. I moved, got a different job at another high school and started off liking it. And then just kind of like slowly, it kind of seemed like each year or 
probably even shorter than that. Like every few months, it would just kind of like go down and down, like feel like this is not what I want to be doing. I, I didn't like that. I rarely got one-on-one attention with the athletes. Like it was always just crazy and hectic. Like it was just so rare that I got that one-on-one time. And when I did get it very rarely, that's what I really enjoyed doing is like having that time to work specifically with one athlete, know like what they need and not just have to give them like random exercises like, Oh yeah, this will help. Cause generally this helps people with this problem. Like I could really make it specific. So that's when I was like, all right, I want to do a job where I can just have that one-on-one time all the time. And I had kind of gotten into more like fitness stuff. I started working part-time at a YMCA, like teaching group classes and stuff like that. So I really enjoyed working at a gym and yeah, just like the more fitness side of things rather than injury stuff. Um, so, so personal training just kind of seemed like a good fit. And, um, so then from there, <laughs> I guess it keeps going. So personal I, tra- I threw a big one at you right away. I was like, <laughs> well, let's just go right into it. So that was partially me too. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's, it's a long story. So, so just last summer I moved again and started working full-time as a personal trainer, group exercise instructor at a gym which I still do now and I still really enjoy. Um, but I, um, also, well, Kristen kind of (laughs) introduced me into the online (laughs) world of training. And, um, that was something that I was just like, yeah, I I feel like I want to do something more. And I knew that I, well, I didn't know right away as Kristen knows, but (laughs) I knew that I wanted to do something online and then, and do my own business. I guess that was more the biggest part of it to have like my own thing that I was running, like not getting a percent commission from a gym. Um, and so then that's when I started talking to Kristen about it. And we kind of like came to the conclusion, like it makes sense for you to be working with runners. Like you you are a runner <laughs> and um, this is, and yeah, it's just been, I guess that's, that's kind of it. Yeah, no, I won't. Yeah. No, that's good. And we'll, we'll dig in more too. Um, so let's go back to when you were working as an athletic trainer still, and you decided to make the switch to personal training. Mm-hmm. Can you, was there any like thoughts that you had going through your mind or like what, you know, what did it take to make that transition in the sense of, I mean, you know, you're an athletic trainer, you spent four years to get this degree and you're like, I'm going to go personal train, which really I don't think you even need a degree. Like you can just no. get the certification, you know, like, were you having yeah. any sort of sense of like, Oh, like, did you have any, I guess, insecurities about that or anything when you decided to do that? Oh yeah, for sure. Like majorly. And I think that's why I didn't do it sooner is because I was like, well, I mean, I spent like four years undergrad, two years of grad school too, just doing athletic training, which I mean, I don't regret like, I think it was great education. Like it's given me this great background for helping runners now with injuries. But yeah, I was like, I can't just like completely disregard my career path that I set was set <laughs> on and switch it all up to do something like you said that really doesn't require a degree. Like most gyms, if you're working at a gym, they'll prefer that you do have a degree, but yeah. technically don't need to. And the other thing is, I don't know if you know this, it's kind of in the athletic training world, like 
athletic trainers get offended if you mix them up with a personal trainer. Like it's kind of like, Oh, they're like below us type of thing. Yeah. Like, so I was like, Oh my God, I'm like (laughs) turning my back on this. (laughs) Oh, it was like, it was a whole big thing. So yeah, there was definitely stress involved with that. But then I guess I just kind of realized like that doesn't matter. Like it's really like, I need to be doing what I want to do and I need to enjoy what I'm doing. I don't want to go to a job that I don't like most of the time, just right. like for the rest of my life, just because this is what my degree's in. Right. It just yeah. So it's really just your own ego getting in the way if you don't like yeah. go after what you want and stay in something you don't want to do. And I think I can tell you've definitely been happier since you've done that. Like I remember you didn't necessarily, yeah, love what you're just like, oh yeah, you know, yeah, um, with what you were doing, and now it seems like you're enjoying a lot more of what you're doing for sure. <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, so, so yeah, so you went into personal training, like how was that experience as far as, did you know right away? You're like, yeah, I'm in the right, I'm, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. I mean, pretty much it kind of felt like a pretty good transition. And I think part of that too, is cause I was working a little bit at a gym to when I was still working full-time as an athletic trainer. So I had like that introduction into the oh yeah, that's right. world. I hadn't really started. No, I hadn't started any personal training yet. I had just gotten my certification and then I knew that I was going to move. So I was like, I don't really want to pick up any clients, but I was doing just like random things around the gym and teaching group classes. So I had that introduction into kind of the environment And then once I started personal training, like there was, I mean, there was some stuff that I had to learn and get used to, but it really just felt like working with an athlete when I did get that one-on-one time, it's like, yeah, I come up with exercises for them to do and they, they're just not specific to one injury or something that they were trying to get over, like general fitness for the most part. So, so yeah, it went pretty smooth, which yeah oh, I love it and fun fact we have both worked in Spartanburg South Carolina yes <laughs> at yes. different times <laughs> that's right I had a home health job there for a year and then Michelle was there sometime after I was there so too bad we did not both work there at the same time that would be <laughs> I know I know but somehow are we cross paths so, <laughs> so we're good <laughs> yeah that's right um so then you're personal training full-time and then you contacted, I know we've chatted on and off and you contact me back in January, which yes. if you follow me closely, I had this post of me on the train and I was like, Oh, it's so cool. You can take a call on the train and what are we, um, was it, yeah. I think I had said something about a call on the train and that you like, I had given you something to do one week ago and um yeah and by yeah. the next week you were making money or something that this is Michelle this is who it was who <laughs> at the time was just a I mean not just a friend but she wasn't necessarily like a client of mine or anything right. I was just just we were just chatting yeah. um yeah but anyways what sparked your interest in getting going online with um I mean you shared a little bit fitness and on your own in general a little yeah. bit what was kind of the push when you're like I need to do this <laughs> well <laughs> Honestly, I mean, I don't know if this sounds bad or not, but it's kind of because I needed the money. (laughs) Right. Like I wasn't making a whole lot at the gym. I mean, it's, 
anybody who knows anything about personal training is if you're at a gym and you're not doing your own business, you know that you don't make very much. <laughs> That's just yeah. kind of how it is. So I was like, I need to, I need more money. And <laughs> like, <Yep. laughs> um, maybe that sounds weird, whatever, but, um, <laughs> and so I, and I knew I, I didn't want to. So, okay. I started thinking about like all these random things. I'm like, Oh, well I could start maybe like being a server at a restaurant on the weekends or like, you know, just like random little jobs. And, um, and then I'm like, I really thought about it and I was like, that's not really anything I would enjoy, enjoy whatsoever. Like, why would I do that? <laughs> I had already made this transition to start doing a job or working with something that I actually enjoyed doing. Right. So, um, then that's how I was like, all right, well maybe I can do like the online personal training stuff. And I think that's kind of when I started talking to you about it. I don't really, I feel like I can't remember exactly how we first started talking about it. I think but, I was catching up in general and then we started yeah. chatting and then you're like, I'd love to make like an extra $500 a month. I remember yes. that. I think we were literally just chatting and catching up and then I just asked yeah. about how everything was going and it kind of led there. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's, that's crazy how that happened. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. And then, so it started off, I was like, well, I don't know if I want to just do runners because I was like interested in maybe like working with just general population, like people who were just wanting to get into fitness, like we're new to it because I have some clients like that at the gym I work at and I like working with those people too. But then after talking to you about it, I was like, all right, yeah, this makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It was a process. Though. I think it was a month or two at least until you yeah. were like, Hey, yeah, I want to work with runners. Right. Um, because when I first like launched my online business, I didn't say like, it wasn't just for runners. Like yeah. it was just like online personal training for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> like, and you did get a few people. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, which is the crazy part. <laughs> um, but, but yeah. And then finally I was like, all right, yeah, I need to narrow this down a little bit. Yeah. But I think that's so common because that happens all the time for people. Like you don't want to, right away, it's very common. People come and they're like, I just want to help everyone or I want to help. You had a little bit of idea of who, but you know, I don't want to narrow it down too much. But once you narrow it down, that's when you actually can have a business and really thrive. When you're not narrow enough, you just, it's too hard. You're speaking to too many people. So. Right. For sure. When you decided to work with just runners, what kind of sparked your interest or, or why runners? What's interesting to you with working with runners? Um, so probably the biggest reason, cause I'm a runner. Yes. <laughs> um, so I guess, yeah, we haven't really talked about my running stuff. Yet. Yeah. 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 No. Um, <laughs> so I've been running since high school, ran all through high school, ran through college pretty much ever since then. And I just, I guess part of it too, is that I understand how runners think and, <laughs> um, that, that makes it a little easier. And then also because I know I've had my own challenges with running and like kind of figuring out the balance of running and strength training and all of those factors to um, like not feel injured all the time and to still like be competitive in racing. Because I think a lot of people 
might have maybe a misconception like, oh, well, if I don't run as much and I do other stuff, then I'm not going to be as good of a runner. And it's like, well, not necessarily. Like there can be a balance and you can still be competitive too. So right. that's kind of what got me like, okay, I can help other people realize this as well. Yeah. And you found a really good balance within yourself now, right? Yeah. Yeah. You, you run three days a week, usually no more. Yep. Your personal training. So you're, you're <laughs> active that way and then doing your own lifting too. Right. Right. Yep. And what have you found with that? Is that just been mentally better, physically better, all of the above? <laughs> all of the above for sure. <laughs> because I mean, in college I ran like the crazy high mileage pretty much like all year round. We'd get like two weeks of the whole year where we didn't run as much. Um, but I just always had some kind of like overuse nagging injury, whether it was shin splints or like tendonitis, or I had like ankle impingement really bad my senior year track season. And it like, it was just awful. And it made me be like, I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. Like after I graduated college, I took months off of running, like where I didn't run at all because I was just like done with this. I'm like, this is bad yeah. for the body. It's just breaking me down. Like I was just yeah, all mad about it. Um, so, so like, yeah, just kind of, it took me time. It took me a few years to figure out how to like figure out that balance. We're just talking about how you found like a good balance and through college you had a lot, you had a number of just nagging injuries. And I think that's so common with, you know, college runners. And I've always been so intrigued at the really who runs when they're like, say over 30 in general. And like the population that runs that ran say in college, isn't that high? Like I've always found that pretty intriguing. Like if you think, I mean, maybe I'm exaggerating, but if I think back to like everyone I ran with, you know, like, I don't know what, 50% 50% at most, I think, still run, honestly, on a, yeah. any sort of yeah, consistent basis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like the people that run when they're older aren't necessarily the ones that ran when they're younger. It's just, I don't know. I just always find it interesting, like who the population is. And I feel like part of that is you see runners burn out, either burn out or a lot of the times the, the injuries, it wasn't like healthy on their body. And then they're like, I'm done with this, you know, once yeah. they get, um, or if they were just running for like competitive reasons and they didn't actually like love it, they're just good at it. You see that too and, and stuff like that. So, right. Um, but, but it's so helpful when you have that injury background because you can help the runners and, and you can understand it more. Like not only do you have that athletic training background, you also, you know, have, have gone through it yourself. So that's, that's super helpful. When you first, you know, decided to get online, you're like, I'm going to work with runners. You still at first were like just kind of more on the strength side and then you, when I had launched my last course, that was when you're like, Hey, actually, I think I'd like to do some run coaching too, because like you right. were having athletes asking you for that. Right. <laughs> Cause mm-hmm. you were yeah. helping them on the other side. Yeah. Um, did you have any concerns about adding that to what you were doing as far as starting to coach runners from on the run coach side too? Yeah, I, I did actually. Um, because even though I've been running like forever it seems like now I had never really designed any like running plans myself like I was just always given them by my coach through high school and college and then like after that I would I would kind of make up my own things but then I would look at stuff online too and kind of do a combination of different things but I didn't really know like the different how 
to design, I guess, yeah, just how to design a, a running plan. So that's why I was like, yeah, I need to join your course <laughs> to learn how to do this because I can't be a running coach if I don't know how to run a running <laughs> plan. So, um, and like, and it was cool too, because I got to like learn like the reasons why you're doing certain types of workouts. Cause before it'd be like, Oh, go do a tempo run because that's what's on the schedule for today. Like, right. like, well, why are you doing that? And that's obviously really important when you're writing programs for somebody else, because you're not just like randomly giving them like oh, let's do this workout this day, this one, this day, like there has to be a reason. So, like, so well, yeah, this is what we did in college. I don't know why, but yeah. here, do it. Right. Yeah. I mean, really? Yeah, definitely. That's probably what I would have done if I hadn't taking the time and <laughs> yeah, going to your course and all that. So <laughs> was it more, not complicated, but more complex per se than you thought in the sense of like, say you went to maybe try to do a plan and you're like, Oh shoot, actually this is, a, I don't really know what I'm doing or it's a little more complex than I thought. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think so. Um, I think, I mean, after going through the course, obviously that helped a lot, but yeah, going into it. Cause I remember the, my first running client I got, I was just kind of like, I mean, it was, it was good at first because he just needed to start off with like easy runs to kind of build up a base. So I was like, okay, well, I know that. <laughs> I know that part. <laughs> I at least. Can do this. <laughs> yeah, I can do that. Um, and then it was kind of getting to the point where I was like, okay, he needs to start adding in some other stuff. And it was actually really good timing. Cause that was right when you were starting up the course and yeah. So that was, that was really helpful. I, I remember I had started adding in some stuff that, I mean, it wasn't bad for him to do, but it was like, okay, well maybe I should have adjusted this a little bit. And yeah. So it was, it was cool to see like how, how to change things throughout that running plan. So, yeah. No, yeah. that's fun. And so back in January, I'm sitting on the bus going, or bus, gosh, train <laughs> talking to you, not a bus going down to Chicago. And, uh, you hadn't, you weren't working with anyone at that time. How many people are you working with online now? I am working with six people now. Very cool. Yes. Michelle is killing it. So <laughs> six people. And I mean, she's been working with the six for a bit now. I think it's been yeah, actually, at least new, two months since you had it. One to two months. I started, let's see, sometime in May, early, yeah. May, early May. So yeah. So, so are you, are you making your $500 a month now? I am. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Super exciting. Yeah. yeah. So now I'm like, all right, I can make a bigger goal from here. So yeah. No, and keep, and keep growing and, and, and keep going. Yeah. So no, I love it. And I think it just shows like how quick you can be working with online clients. Like Michelle definitely kind of gradually built it pretty quickly you know and found more clients and it's been fun to watch and now she's back working in person because she had a little time off with the COVID or like different well not time off whatever you want to call it like a little things got different for a bit so I think that was probably extra helpful to have during this time too yes with something for sure. else for sure um, to do so so now you're working well let's do this so you, you kind of alluded to it already, but we'll just kind of go on to like the coaching program that you went through with me a little bit. What was like the most helpful part of going through it for you? Um, yeah, I think like I mentioned before, like learning not only about the different types of runs and workouts, um, but like why you're doing each one. 
And I, I told you this, like, I actually looked back at one of the calls that we had and had to like review it because I was doing a live video in my group <clears throat> about like the different types of runs. And I was like, okay, I just want to review this to make sure I'm explaining it right. Yeah. So it was really helpful to like have that to go back to. And um, yeah, so that was for sure the biggest part. Perfect. Good. <clears throat> yeah. And what, and we kind of already said this too, but anything else that, I mean, we talked about the clients, anything different between like where you were at, I guess, really back in February then and where you're at now, like what has changed, I guess, in general, in your, in your life and your coaching experience. Uh, and we kind of already hit on it, but yeah, I've, I've gotten more clients since then. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was like, we kind of already answered it, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely help me get more clients and yeah, I guess that's the biggest part. And you, I, do you feel like you understand your own running better? Like, cause yes, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Michelle was coached by me during the three months and now she's writing her own plan. And I feel like you probably have a little before you, I think you would just pull stuff up off the internet or something. Right. Didn't you? Yeah. Like I remember pretty much. pretty much. Yeah. When I did, yeah, the half marathon I did in the fall, I, I made that up on my own, but it was not like, it was <laughs> random. It was so random. It was like what you said earlier, like, oh, I did this workout in college. So yeah. this workout now, like yeah. literally, and my training was cut short because I broke my toe. That's it right. was like a hot mess. Um, <laughs> but the half marathon I had done before that, that was just a plan that I found online because I, I knew I wanted to run three days a week. That was when I had first started doing that, which was in 2018. Um, and I was just like Googled running plan for three days a week yeah. a marathon or something. That's what I remember. I thought you were just using it online. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I mean, like it worked fine, right. but obviously it was nothing like specified to me. It didn't have like, I didn't have any idea what kind of times I should be doing for things. Like I was, yeah. So I mean yeah. like fine, but not great <laughs> yeah you still did you did good you pr'd right i mean yeah right? yeah 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 i did pr in that yeah we were supposed to do this race together the nashville rock and roll and then i did not do it i had this vertigo going on i had a horrible job experience going on <laughs> it was <laughs> michelle met me during like the worst part of my life and she's still <laughs> friends with me so that's a good sign <laughs> yeah I've seen you rise up from the yes, oh my gosh, literally, yeah, seriously, like, be worse, like, I'm, like, just, like, I'm miserable right now, I'm in South Carolina, I have an awful job, everything's spinning, and, yeah, <laughs> actually, we ran together with masks on once, do you remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, before pre-COVID masks, I did do a run with a mask, because I thought it was going to help my, well, I thought it was allergies calling, causing this vertigo, and, I don't know that it did much except make me feel like I couldn't breathe more, but yeah. Yeah. And everyone was looking at you really weird. <laughs> they wouldn't look at me now, weird nowadays. Now, now, <laughs> totally <of> normal. <laughs> oh, well, thanks for, thanks for being a good friend during like worst time of my life. Oh my gosh. Oh. We're going to do a half marathon together sometime. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, what's been your favorite part of being a run coach of coaching, you know, coaching your athletes, um, and their own running? Um, I think my favorite part is just like seeing them improve and like, just hear about the progress they've made. And, um, like one of my clients, I shared this with you too, like he's 
58 and he was saying like he's running more and faster than he has since he was like 20 like <laughs> and I mean he hadn't really been running much but even just like getting into this like training and actually following a plan because he would always he did this every time he would always like start running I'll say it's my dad so like <laughs> all of it like it's my dad but like I feel um, <laughs> yeah so I've seen him over <laughs> the past 28 years <clears throat> and um he so basically like he would always just be like all right out of nowhere I'm gonna start running again and he would just like run every single day just like for however long he could and then like always end up, Oh, my leg hurts. Oh, this is happening. And then he would just stop literally every yeah. time. <laughs> so it was, it's been cool to see him like actually have a plan and follow it and see himself, like how much of a difference it makes. Yeah. Like, to actually know what you're doing, how like have a reason behind it and be able to follow it that way. So, yeah, I love that. Cause I, and I'm being, we do this with everything, but it's like, we think we can take care of it ourselves or we know how to do it. And like a lot of, you know, runners are even like that. And, Oh, I don't need a coach, but it's like, you know, like, you know, you're running the best you can. Is it worth, you know, worth it? And it's, you know, very worth it to him. It seems like, and yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Gotten a lot of good feedback for that and just extra special that it's your dad. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll get to see him do his marathon or maybe he'll have to do a solo marathon. I don't know at this point. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. I know. I don't know either. Cause he was supposed to do a half, um, a couple weeks ago. Obviously that didn't happen. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. But hopefully <laughs> the pull will actually happen. Yeah. Or he'll just have to do it on his own, I guess. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> if he wants to really. <laughs> right. Right. Um, cool. What, uh, what was I going to say? So you have a Facebook group as well. I know I interviewed Joel and he has a Facebook group. What mm-hmm. is your group all about? Who do you like working with? So my group is called the Not So Addicted Runners, and it's for people who love to run. It's not that we don't like running, but um, you like to do other stuff too. So basically, it's like the three to four day a week runners who on the other days do some other kind of cross training or strength training, um, just like to try different things, um, because I think that's important just for overall health. which is always important and not to get like so sucked into just the running part of it um, and really look at like all of your health and fitness in general. Um, So yeah, that's, that's the main, main part of it. (laughs) Yeah, no, I love it. So if anyone, if you fit into that realm and you were like, yeah, I'm like, I kind of feel like this way. I'm like, runners are just so crazy. Well, maybe you think that way. I I don't know. And you're like, I like to do other things, but I do love to run. And, um, and you want to be a part of a group and be a part of the group with Michelle. You can find her at the not so addicted runners, right? Not so addicted runners. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Um, and she's doing an awesome job with that. And yeah, I'm excited to see what else comes of that. Yeah. Um, what else anything else you want to share I'm trying to think anything like obviously we get into like your run journey but um wanted to kind of keep this more on your professional journey a little bit with a little bit of your personal side in there too maybe we'll have to get you on the podcast for your own personal run journey sometime I'm just trying to think oh I know what I was going to ask you earlier what what's your vision for your life career basically like where do you see yourself 
uh, going in career mainly, but it's life too. Yeah. It's the same thing. <laughs> right. Right. It's all one. Yeah. Um, I think eventually I'd like to just have my own business and not be working at a gym because I, I do really like it right now, but I don't think it's something I want to do like long-term. Um, I really like the idea of having my own business <laughs> and being like in control of everything and not have to worry about <laughs> like an employer. <laughs> yes. Um, so, so yeah. And whether that's all online or some like in person too, I'm not entirely sure yet because I do like working with people in person. Yeah. Um, so maybe I'll end up like starting my own thing where I actually see people too. But yeah, yeah. I think my own business is definitely the goal in the future. I like it. Full income. Yeah. I'll hold you to it. You know that. Oh, sure. yeah. I know. <laughs> I know you will. I wouldn't have even started all of this if it wasn't for you. So, <laughs> Michelle, so. you should do this. <laughs> yes. And you've been enjoying it. You've been enjoying the process of yeah, being your yeah. boss. <laughs> yes, definitely. It's yes. been good. And I forgot earlier, too, I didn't even mention where she's at. She's in Baltimore, Maryland. So yeah. if you're listening to this and you're out there, that is where she's at. If you need, you know, if she's, depending on the time when you listen to it, if depending on if she's still, you know, she's with her company right now. So either way, if in the future she's not, you know, she's out in Baltimore, Maryland. And of course, like everyone else can do online run coaching from wherever. So if you vibe with Michelle and yeah. you're a not so addicted runner, and <laughs> even if you are, she doesn't exclude you, but right, right. Um, that is. I might just convince you to run less. Yes. <laughs> If you want to be convinced to run less, like what you'd be like, yeah, everyone would be like, that's my ideal run coach. Yeah, I know. You can coach my roommate. He's like, yeah. <laughs> um, cool, cool. Well, I'm excited to see where your journey goes. It's been fun to watch so far because I knew Michelle when she went through the process of even deciding to not be an athletic trainer anymore because um, we both did online um, fitness coaching together. So it's been kind of, it's been, it's been cool to watch. Um, what else, anything else you'd like to share? Anything else about the process of becoming a run coach, uh, going through my coaching program, working with me, um, your goals. I don't know. I'm <laughs> blanking myself. I think I, I think, I think we asked it all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the only other thing I can think of, um, as far as like going through your course and all of that, another great part of it has been being able to connect with other oh, yeah. coaches, which is awesome. Like, because we all kind of have our own different niche and everything. Um, it's cool that we can like connect and help each other. And I'm actually interviewing one of our other run coaches um, <laughs> who's a dietitian in my group later tonight. So I think it's cool that we have like been able to make those connections. Yeah. I've loved getting to watch it too. Cause like, I mean, it's a, you guys are all, I feel like, yeah, it's been cool that you guys all know each other well. And um, Michelle was also part of the coaches that we did the Corona crazy group. We did a group during and just had a virtual race a couple of weeks ago and she was one of the coaches in there. So she got to know some people that way. And then she's also in my push group. That's been a really tight knit group. That's been fun too. Yeah. It's been good. I'm been happy to have you in there with us. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy to be in it. I think it's always so cool too when I see like my friends from different parts of my parts of my life or just I consider all my my clients friends too it's like you know oh like and they become friends it's just cool like I don't know it's I don't yeah. know cool yeah. how connected we are can be awesome well let's see anything else 
that you can think of? I don't think so. No. Well, thank you so much for coming on. But otherwise, where can anyone find you? If they're listening to this um, podcast episode or uh, on Facebook right now, where can our listeners find you? Uh, you can find me on Facebook. My name's just Michelle Potratz. Um, and then Instagram, same thing. It's just my name, Michelle Potratz. Um, and yeah, those are my two, two big platforms, I guess. Pretty much everything is on there. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. And as I said, I can't wait to continue to watch your journey and I'm really proud of you and what you're doing and it's been fun to watch. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Bye guys. We will see you later. (laughs) See ya. All right. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode of Breaking Five, a running podcast. We hope you are running away with some inspiration, tips, and actionable items that you can put towards your Breaking Five moment. Lastly, if you know anyone else with a Breaking Five moment, that doesn't have to actually mean literally Breaking Five, just a Breaking Five moment in general, in running, in life, or anyone else who has great knowledge and background in helping others reach their Breaking Five moment, I would love for you to put me in contact with them. We would love to have them on the show. So if you could and let them know, if you know of someone else, tell them to reach out to me at my Instagram and that is at Kristen underscore run your life. Again, that's at Kristen underscore run your life. And could you do me a favor? And if you enjoyed today's episode and can think of anyone else who could benefit from listening to it, could you go ahead and share this out on your social media or share this directly with them? That would mean the world to me, seriously. And make sure if you have not already, make sure you are subscribed to this podcast so that you get our weekly updates as we drop the next episodes. Thank you, everyone. We seriously appreciate you tuning in today. We'll see you next time. And until then, go run your life.